Oh my god, I just shouted into the microphone. <laughs> Me too. You're so, gonna enjoy so, listening so. to that. Yeah. In my ear holes. <laughs> So, hey guys, welcome back to the Out of Luck podcast, here meeting in different time zones just for you, bringing you the buzz from Tel Aviv all the way to Amsterdam. I'm Fawn. And I'm Itan, and welcome to our very first official episode. We're so excited to have you here. Yeah, so our first episode today is on adulthood. Hope you're as excited as we are. So, as we said at the end of the last episode, we have multiple subcategories, the first one being adulthood. Yeah, and we just wanted to, like, well, I think, I don't know if you think the same. If you think the same, you can tell me if you think the same. So, basically, adulthood is, like, I feel the category that most branches out, like, every other subcategory relates to adulthood, which is why I think it's a good place to start. And it starts with an A, so. I didn't even think of that. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, today's episode is pretty much confirming that it's okay to know to not to know. not know <laughs> what you're doing <laughs> first of all tomorrow is fawn's birthday everybody tomorrow is my birthday yeah so talking about but adulthood. It, probably by the time that we put this out it's on the 23rd of february but by the time we put this out it's not that day anymore so too late so wish her a belated happy birthday yeah yeah i'll still take it so what is being an adult? Let's start there. Because when we grow up, we learn that being an, an adult is pretty much when you turn 18, right? But I really disagree with that. Because I think we were thrown into adulthood at a way younger age than 18 with some subjects in our life. And I also feel like with adulthood, we don't mean we are adults. We mean the process of entering into adulthood. Let's yeah. say it like that better. And yeah, like Nitan says, you're really expected or I feel it's more in yourself, you know, because when you're 18 or when you're turning 18, everybody's like, oh, my God, that's when you finish high school. That's when you like graduate. That's when you go off to university or do whatever you want to do after. And but then at the same time, now that I'm 23 or almost 23, people are like riding my ass about how I'm still young. And it's like, okay, but then technically I'm an adult because I have to do shit by myself. Like, I work, I do all of this stuff. And then people are still calling me a baby. You know what I mean? Well, I think you can still be young but be an adult at the same time. But I think, okay, first of all, I know what you mean. It's yeah. so annoying that people always have to comment on the age. But but also, like what you were saying is we have our own expectations of what being an adult is when you're like 18 and you move Mm. out and you go to Mm. college or whatever. But I think it also changes across different places in the world with the different like ways that it's normal quote unquote to be raised because for us, it was very obvious that at 18 we were going to move out of the house and not only move out of the house, but move to a different country. Like that was something that was very obvious to us and to most of the people who studied with us. We went to international school, by the way. But I feel like for people in Israel, for example, (laughs) it's normal to live at home with your parents until you're engaged. And then only when you're engaged or married, do you move out with your significant other. 
So I feel like it's very different. And the reason, yeah, so the reason we were, we grew up with the expectation of moving out at 18 is because we went to an international school in Thailand. And we went to very, like, what some would call prestigious school, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. there, nobody stays. Like, the few mm-hmm. people that do stay in Thailand, like, are in very specific yeah. uh career fields yeah our school i don't know if anybody well if everybody knows we did the ib and the reason why i specifically did the ib was to be able to come and study in the netherlands because then if i didn't do it the credentials wouldn't have like covered it if you're going to america or something you would do what was it ap ap yeah. yeah ap so it's like you know going to an international school everybody all of the friends that you have like you can't really go back to see them because they're now also in a different country you know and yeah some people still have their parents or their siblings still studying in uh thailand and then that's why they go back but i also feel there was like a good mix between like really american and also europeans at our school now looking at Because, of course, you still follow everybody and you still see what they're doing from time to time. And um, you really see that, like, the Americans, they really go to America and then they have this whole, like, uh, um, how do you call it? Like, frat life. Like, support system. Yeah, so, like, they have, like, all their schools. Like, everything's on campus. Everything's, like, you go to class and you have a, um, you're staying with your friends, blah, 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 where... And the dorm rooms yeah, and everything Yeah, exactly. Like and that. coming to Amsterdam, I sort of had that option, but at the same time, no. Like, I lived with my sister when I initially moved here. And, you know, our school is just like you go to school and then you go home. You find... And if you are if you don't have accommodation, you find accommodation. Like, you can go to school um, and they can help... Like, you can go to the university. They can help you out. But you're really, like, thrown into the deep end. At, at least that's how I felt because when I moved here, it was like okay, you're going to live with your sister and then you're going to school and then you need to be able to figure out everything new by yourself. Whereas in America, they have it better because it's it's like a whole system for them, you know, and they, they're guided more properly through it. And um, But on the other hand, I do think that that's a reason why I did become like rather independent because I had to, you know, sort of sort it out for myself, figure it out and like yeah just maneuver myself through the city and through making friends and understanding maybe I had a culture shock and I didn't even know (laughs) like because I just realized like in Bangkok you have your friends that you go to school with and you know I never had to make friends I never had to make friends like when I moved here and I'm not the most extroverted person I'm and also it doesn't really (laughs) it's kind of sound bad but it doesn't really matter to me if I'm alone or if I have somebody to like hang out with because I feel getting to know people and making new friends is just so overwhelming and it's it's stressful so I don't want to do it you know yeah I also yeah like I also feel like in school we like like what you said we didn't have to go out of our way to make friends we had friends in our classes and those Mm -hmm. same friends did after school activities with us Mm -hmm. and those same friends did sport training with us and those same friends went on school field trips with us and also specifically in our case like we had a really big group Mm -hmm. of people who didn't move because we went to an international school people were always moving around but in our specific age Mm -hmm. group 
there were people who were with us from preschool all the way through senior year whether they were Mm -hmm. our friends or not they were familiar faces that we would walk around the hallways and know like oh we could say hi to them or like if we need someone to sit with we can sit with them and like because we had a school with so many like americans canadians australians and europeans and like people from all over the world i feel like the group of people who did move to the u.s despite the fact that they also had maybe a easier way going in because of the frats and sororities and the support from the unis they also had each other in a sense where on breaks they could Mm -hmm. always see each other and they were close to each other and they weren't far um Mm, yeah 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 Yeah. and like of course like the u.s is a huge place but at the same time it's for me at least it's not like i have to fly to 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 go see you in israel you know or you come to me you can at least drive there or maybe take the plane i don't know i've never been to america but (laughs) it's just like you're all going there and you know you're sharing the same lifestyle you're sharing the same like of course not friend groups and stuff but at the same time you're like you went to the military exactly and like you didn't you didn't do uni at the same time that i did uni I finished uni and you finished the military and everything was so different, you know? So I feel like that's also part of why we lost, like, track a little bit of where we are. It's also weird, like, so feel like if you don't... It's not that you don't make a conscious effort to make friends. For me, at least, I didn't make a conscious effort to make friends. And then it came to, like, stab me in the butt a little bit later because it took me so long to learn how to, you know, step out of my boundaries and like meet people but then also you do realize that like some people that are your friends and stay your friends they how you met them was like really random way because i met i met lily so lily was lily is one of my close friends and i met her at uni um and i had come back from something that happened (laughs) something that happened so mysterious but i came back and then i just asked her i was like hey is this like the specific class that i'm supposed to be at or like is this this class and she was like yeah and then she recognized i think she read like the name list or something she's like oh my god are you fun and it turns out that literally she went to school in bangkok (laughs) and she knows nitsan because she nitsan dated a friend of hers (laughs) so yeah maybe i have to beat that (laughs) up but yeah so it's true and also like what you going back to what you said before about having having to make an, a conscious effort to like make friends and also having like a culture shock for you like you went to uni but for me I moved here and I had joined a program that helps uh, foreigners move to Israel and have an easier process to move into the army um, so I was kind of thrown into a group of people 16 people who had already been friends for a year beforehand and they had moved in to live together and it was me and two other people who were put in their group and we didn't know anyone and we were kind of the outsiders and they were all from Florida and I was from Thailand and the two other girls who were with me were from Hong Kong and we were looked at a little bit weird and like mm-hmm. they were kind of making fun of us a little bit for being Asian because it does sound a little bit weird like oh yeah I moved to Israel to join the army from Thailand and it's like but you're not Thai and then all those kind of questions come up Um, And at first I had a really difficult time because I had a culture shock between like with the Americans. I wasn't used to like that sort of American because in our school it was very mixed. So you didn't really feel the culture shock. And then all of a sudden I was like, whoa, I'm really in this like hardcore. And it was like in the movies, Mm -hmm. like the parties we were Mm -hmm. having were like in the movies and everything. And then after three months, everyone had drafted and I had like a more difficult Mm -hmm 
uh, journey drafting into the army. I had like a not very good experience um, in the beginning. And then I drafted and I was put in a group of 76 girls for basic training. Mm-hmm. And the first three days was just all the girls crying nonstop how much they missed their moms and they missed their beds at home. And here I was living in a shack in the far north of Israel with no TV, no nothing, like in the basic of the basic. And these girls are complaining that they miss their moms. And I hadn't seen my parents in six months at that point. For me, that was the biggest culture shock was... I hated all the girls in my course. I was like, stop fucking crying. Sorry, stop crying, you little bitches. Like, I was so stop annoyed. And I was oh, sorry, stop crying, you little bitch. <laughs> it was so hard for me to want to be friends with any of them because, because I felt like they didn't understand me. I felt like, why are they crying that they missed their yeah. mom and they saw yeah. her two days ago and I haven't seen mine in six mm. months? And then the friends that I did make in Mm -hmm. that group of girls were five girls who were also foreigners, one from Hong Kong, a few from L.A., and those became my Mm. friends. And then I was switched into another base. (laughs) And in that other base, it was a whole different level of culture shock because all of a sudden I was in charge of soldiers who came from rough backgrounds and were swearing all the time and were throwing stuff and burning papers in my face and people who were in and out of juvie and whose parents were sitting in jail. And I had never interacted with anyone at that social level. Like being Mm. from a prestigious school Mm. in a fancy private neighborhood to that, it was completely... And I had three months where I didn't exchange a word with anybody. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not that, it's not that like you're looking at them differently. It's just that you've literally not been put in a situation that the people around you have, have been through what they've been through, you know? So it's, it's not that you're just like, oh my God, my family's going off on WhatsApp. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, um, it's not that you're like looking down on them. It's just that you're trying to like, like wrap your head around how to deal with the situation when you've never had to deal with I'd never with experienced like anything before. like it before. So yeah. my first three months there yeah. was literally not... Mm-hmm. I didn't talk with anyone except for my yeah. mom on the phone because mm-hmm. I didn't know how to talk to... I didn't know, I didn't know where I was. I didn't know yeah. what to do with myself. Yeah. And it's also that, that fear of like people thinking that you're weird. Like, of course, you have your own quirks and shit, right? So like maybe... You have, like, a lot of insecurities. You know, you have a lot of insecurities that you didn't really realize because you didn't have to make a conscious effort to. For example, by the way, I want to, like, just say that the reason why we're talking about this is because we feel like nobody nobody knows what they're actually doing because of the fact that there is a huge transition and nobody really talks about how difficult it is and nobody really talks about how... Like, you're in class in high school. They don't teach you, like, oh, this is how you make friends yeah. when you get to uni. They just teach you, like, yeah. education. They just teach you math. They teach you English. They teach you whatever you want to learn, whatever you pick to learn. But there are also social skills that would have, if they would have been more openly talked about at a younger age, or there was more of an effort to... I mean, they could have done things in high school, right, where they're just like, okay, everybody comes together and just talks to like different groups of people because i feel at our school especially there were like lots of not 
so-called clicks like not mean, girl. mean girl not mean girl vibe like not not like oh tables at the cafeteria <laughs> well kind of tables at the cafeteria but everybody had sort of their friend group that they would like gravitate towards but then if those were merged more I f- it would have been a lot easier to, to i think there's i think there's on. only so much like you can do in high school to prepare you for that because honestly i think our school like did a really good job at like yeah having like course. the grade i don't remember what they were called but like when we had like the games games like when it would be like grade yeah. nine versus grade 10 versus yeah oh, like yeah, i yeah, think yeah, our yeah. school did do a pretty good job at that but I think yeah. it should be more talked about that mm-hmm. it's not that easy to make friends after high school. Yeah, it's really not that easy. And and also, because I, I play sports and the place where I play sports, I play with like a huge age range of people. And there's lots of like guys in their 30s and stuff. And yeah, at first I was pretty apprehensive about like being being friends with them because i always thought that they were they would never like reciprocate the fact that i want to be friends with them because i'm younger than them but then like excuse my voice it's not as embarrassing when it happens to girls that's the weird part (laughs) um but like when when i get to talking to them we actually have really nice conversation like i talked to this one guy on my team and about this situation like about making friends and stuff and he's like 30 like 30 31 32 but he was telling me how he also felt the same that it's so difficult to find a friend group that actually you you don't feel nervous about asking if somebody wants to go and hang out you know and that's what I have with like my sports team like I I have people there that I can ask to hang out with and I won't feel like oh shit they probably think like I'm fucking punching or like you know or I'm trying to get something or you know it's just like a mutual hangout but then at the same time like to go back to uni if I have to think about it my uni offers I went to University of Amsterdam by the way but they offer a program before your uni starts called entry week and that's basically you get assigned to a specific group if you sign up for it and there were some people who didn't sign up for it which I wasn't going to but then I'm I was thinking like how the fuck am I supposed to make friends like fun you're actually socially awkward so you can't you can't not do it and so I signed up for it and they assign you to a specific group and then you go to like different events and different like things around Amsterdam with your group and that's sort of your your friends is that how you met right? Kenza those are like and Tino no that's the thing that's how so my friend group that I ended up making in uni was not the entry week group that I started with but then in the entry week group they have like different events there they have like techno raves what of all these type of like different things and so you can sort of pick and choose what you want to do I'm not so much a raver or whatever it's called but so I didn't go to those things which is fine but then the problem was that you had to do your first year classes okay. with your group so if you didn't get along with your group then and you had class with them like yeah. it's not fun for you you know and it's not that like it's not that I didn't like my group it's just that there was not really anybody that I connected with on on a genuine like on a yeah and it was like the things that and it's not saying that they're bad people but it's just like their conversations and their topics of interest and stuff I I've never thought about those things before so I don't really know how to put it into discussion Mm -hmm. so I don't know how to talk with them and then only later when I met Lily 
then we had like a weird debate class and then we just ended up being friends going for drinks and that's how i made those friends you know they they yeah it's just difficult to make friends like it's difficult to because you don't want to close yourself off but at the same time if you put yourself into a friend group that doesn't have the same common interest as you then you're gonna be like grasping for like straws being like oh my gosh i need to keep up with all the stuff that they're doing and the yeah i get that how i like to explain it is that like i'm not that edgy (laughs) you know what i mean like i just feel like i'm very very basic that word again but you know i'm just very like i guess you can call it traditional also now that like we're having this conversation i'm kind of like sitting here thinking and realizing that it might not be this hard for like everyone I don't know how the U.S. really works, but, like, I know how Canada works. I know how the U.S. works according to movies, and I know how Israel works, and I know that people don't go to the same elementary school, middle school, and high Mm. school. Like, you have to... You're in elementary school until fifth grade, and then you switch, and, like, when you switch to the the middle school, then sometimes your friends will go to a different middle school. Oh, like, you switch to a whole new school? Yeah, yeah, you don't continue. It's, like, not the same. I didn't know So I always liked the way that ISB worked, and, like, when (sighs) I tell people, like, yeah, it's pre-K through grade 12, everyone is, like, oh, my Mm. God, that's amazing. And, like, I always thought that's how Mm. all the schools worked until I... Yeah, until I realized, now that you're telling me this, I'm, like, really in yeah, shock. Yeah, so, like, until I realized in Canada where my friends, like, a lot of them, by the way, I'm half Canadian, so my dad is from Montreal, and that's why I <laughs> might bring up Canada a lot. But a lot of my friends, like, went, for example, to JPPS, the, that elementary school. And then when they finished elementary school, there they finish in grade six, then they have to separate to high schools. And half of them went to Bialik High School and half of yeah. them went to Herzliya High School and some of them went to Royal West High School. Nobody, like, not all of them continued on. And that kind of makes people have to learn how to make friends Same, because yeah. you switch from after elementary, you switch after middle, mm. and you and then when you finish high school, you go into college. And, like, it's kind of just like, okay, another change. Another three years have passed. In our case... yeah. We were in the same school from preschool all the way to grade 12. So for 13 years, we were never the new kids. We never had to learn how to make friends. Maybe Mm -hmm. there were people who came and went, Mm -hmm. but we didn't have to learn Mm -hmm. how to make that effort. Whereas people everywhere else, including the people at our school who like would come in middle school Mm -hmm. and leave in high school, like they would have to make, think about that. They have to make friends. Like we just were never put. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Phil and stuff, huh? Because Phil came like... Phil's <laughs> one of our friends. They don't even know who Phil is. But Phil came in like the middle of the school year. Yeah, he came or, in like, fourth the middle grade of, like, at like the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny that you have like specific... Exactly specific people that you remember. Like, oh yeah, he was new, but like he got along well with everyone. Yeah. But then for me, I never... I went to ISB my whole life. Like, I never even moved. Maybe I moved fucking Rosemary to, like, ISB. But then, like, yeah. that's not a huge change. And I never had to be the new kid, you know? Yeah. I And I was the new kid yeah. when I was four years old. <laughs> and I also feel like... <laughs> because I went to the same school... I'm not saying that I'm a bad child, but I just didn't really give a fuck that I had friends or not. Like, I just wanted to, like, do my own thing. And then whoever was my friend was my True. friend. I think it's know? also just, like, you as a person. You're very, like, an independent person and not reliant on others and whatever. So I think that so we grew up a little bit different than other people. And uh, yeah. And overall, it's been kind of hard for us to. But it's funny that you say that because, like, yeah, we grew up different. But I feel like on a general level, 
regardless of where you came from whether it's going into a new job whether it's going to into a new sports team whether you, you know whatever you do in life you like always are essentially meeting new people and trying to fit in you know and it's a lot more evident now that that you're like in the real world because when you're in school you're like in a confined building even if you're the new kid the teacher will introduce you at least to your classmates and stuff so you don't have to do it yourself yeah but say for example now you're a 30 year old starting a job at a new place right like you're you're the new guy and yeah the boss might be like oh yeah this is like adam or whatever right and then now adam has to go and introduce himself to everybody and then there might be like that one dickhead that didn't show up for work the day adam started and then adam has to introduce himself again and again and again and yeah and especially going into a place that everybody already knows each other because i remember when i started working at at like a restaurant in amsterdam i went in and everybody who had who was working there had already been there for like a long time and I found it like a little bit difficult or very daunting at least to to try to like find my place there because you know I'm like how how can I keep up with that this person has known this person for like already four or five years and they've known me for two minutes like I felt the feeling that oh they're not going to accept me or whatever 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 and then the same goes for like my touch team I started playing touch in Amsterdam when I was like 18 so I was really young and everybody was a lot older than me and I had always this mentality that like how am I supposed to be friends with them basically I'm just here to play touch that was my mentality and then it was because that I was like so close-minded to to becoming friends with my teammates that was the reason that I stopped playing touch for um uh for quite a while and then when I went back it was really nice because I had built confidence I had you know gone through a lot more things that made me push myself out of my comfort zone especially in regards to like meeting people so then when I came back it was it was relatively the same people that I had known when I was 18 but now I was more like reciprocative of being their friend and wanting them to also be my friend and now now it's great now i'm friends with them i I as you were saying about that it was bringing me back to like my first day on my first base in the army when i finished my course i walked into an office of 16 girls there were 16 girls and an officer and one of them was Mm. friends with someone who i had met during my course so when i walked into the office I joined with another girl like it was me and another girl who joined mm. this office of 16 girls and when I walked in everyone like at first jumped on me at first I was very intimidated because I was bullied in middle school so I don't really like girls I don't really get along with them and as I walked in 16 girls jumped on top of me and I was like kind of like <gasps> and then they were like mm. I know that you're from Thailand I know you're half Canadian and they like already knew stuff about me because someone Someone who had already met me before had told them, oh, yeah, the new girl in your office is. And I just felt like extremely overwhelmed. Like, why are they coming at me? Like, like, why aren't you letting me introduce myself? Why are you coming at me? And then as you like, you were also saying about the ages and like, I finished the army when I was 21. And recently I started doing a yoga course, a yoga teacher's course. And like I was the youngest in the course by far everyone was in their 40s and 50s not even 30s there were like two girls in their late 30s and everyone else was really old Mm. and 
-hmm. I hadn't realized that they were all already like instructors. I was very intimidated and it really blocked me from making friends in the course. It completely destroyed my confidence and I didn't make any friends in the course like till now. I started it seven months ago until now I have no friends and like when I dropped out of the course only one person had messaged me to say that I hope you feel better um I dropped out of my course because I broke my foot after breaking both of my elbows <laughs> side note she can start yoga now though she just started yesterday <laughs> yeah yesterday I feel like whenever we say like yesterday or today we have to like say the date 21st of February 2022 <laughs> <laughs> otherwise they got no clue what's going on yeah, but you're right, you're right. Anyways, it's hard to make friends, but it's okay. Because along yeah. the way, you do make some friends. For me, I've met people that I've... I, also, you said I met my friends, my closest friends today in the weirdest way. One of my best friends in Israel, his name is Jacob, and he was my soldier, and he used to serve me, like, make me coffee in the morning. Like, isn't that weird? I used to be in charge of giving him money for rent. That's so weird. And now whenever I'm sad, he's the first person I call here and he's always there. He's like my best friend here. So it's just a really weird thing. Yeah. I mean, like also, also with Lily, I remember because she was really nice to me in the beginning, but then we would like say hi to each other when we saw each other in the hallways. And then it would always, do you want to like maybe sit with us? And I was like, okay, cool. Or even sometimes I would, like, stop and talk to her and Kenza would also be there. Kenza's my other close friend. And Kenza would also be there and I would just be like, oh, hey. But then I wouldn't talk to Kenza. And I would just talk to Lily for a solid five minutes. And then, so we would, like, talk in the hallways. But we, for some oh reason, God, just so didn't weird. hang out. And it was maybe two months worth of, like, just talking but not hanging out. It was, like, an online relationship. <laughs> but then afterwards... Um, we just all of a sudden started hanging out more and yeah, we got like a lot closer. Yeah. It was really funny because she was my friend for so long. It's weird, but before we like became close. That's close. like Ilan. He was my neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just, he like asked to borrow something one day and then we just became friends. And this guy is like a 30 year old man. Oh my gosh. It's so funny because I, I don't actually think 30 is that old now because most of my friends from my team are 30 the fact that you're like 30 is so old and i'm like no 30 is kind of okay also like think about the fact that like you went to uni and finished uni at when like 21 yeah no yeah 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 so you like finished uni and and like then you were set out to the real world mm -hmm. you had to get a job and you had to, but like for me i was in the army with 18 to 25 year olds until i was 21 and then when I got out of the army, that's when I started having to work and whatever. Mm. And like for me, I was working at high tech companies. I, I was being made fun of for being a baby, not in a nice teasing way. I was being bullied for being like the youngest because yeah. the second oldest, the second youngest person after me was 39 years old. Yeah. So because I kept having these comments being like, oh, you're so mm. young. Oh, you're so young. You're such a baby. You're such a baby then it made me feel like I can't be friends with older people. It's so frustrating. Mm. It's so annoying. And then my, my oldest friend was 24 years old. Like that already was old for me being 21. And I had a 24 yeah, yeah, year old yeah, yeah. friend. And then when mm -hmm. I started hanging out with Ilan, everyone else was like, he's really old. That's really weird. And it kind of confuses me because he's the person I relate to and see eye to eye with the most in this country, the most like, literally we see we, we think the same way 
and it's just weird yeah. because he's a lot older than me but yeah. even like being friends with him like he always says to me because he's like not 30 30 he's like 30 but a really old soul <laughs> like he doesn't have social media he doesn't have anything other than facebook he doesn't like yeah. listen to pod like he doesn't do that kind of stuff yeah i think that's a good that's a good conclusion not that what there really was a conclusion but i think it's just to wrap it all up it's just yeah it's hard to to know how to position yourself in the world and it's also like we just wanted you guys to know that it's fucking normal it's fucking normal to find it difficult to ha- to make friends and it's normal to be confused at where you are and you know just keep pushing just keep trying somebody's gonna like you one day (laughs) yeah and it's also the like hobbies find hobbies to do then you'll meet people from that that's a that's a a tip of the day find a hobby we'll add that to to the adulthood set the adulthood um episodes okay so I guess we can wrap up the episode. Yeah, we're thanks again for listening. You can be friends with us. If you don't have friends, you can fucking be friends with us. How about that? How about that? Um, yeah. Yeah, you'll find the one. Look, my one lives in the different country, but that doesn't yeah. stop us. We still started this podcast. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social media. It will be linked on the link tree in the description yeah. and you can get to that yeah in the description of this or if you follow us on instagram um at out of luck dot podcast uh there's also a link tree there that nitsan made and it's um in our bio and yeah just maybe a little glimpse into the next episode next episode is going to be about dating Woo-hoo, yeah really dating exciting. and dating in the real yeah, world if you want if you want to boys if there are boys listening or i'm gonna call them boys boys if you're listening and you want tips on how to improve your dating profiles <laughs> have a listen I've, I've come up with quite a concrete list for you so far so have a good time there yeah also feel free to to message our instagram um with any questions that you guys yeah. might have or like or about us or like well. topics yeah. that you want us to talk yeah. about yeah yeah and share us with uh, your friends if you if you thought it was a nice listen and give us feedback but no hate just nice uh <laughs> or you can hate but that. then like send it to me directly <laughs> <laughs> i need that spice okay. in my life okay Alrighty, signing off thank now. you for listening bye bye